Hello, hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Spinning Thoughts Podcast. This is Angelo coming at you. And uh, before we get going, I, I like to remind all you beautiful fans and listeners to check me out on Facebook, the Spinning Thoughts Podcast. You can follow us at Spin Thoughts Pod and all the other good social medias, Facebook. We got a website uh, that uh, you should really check out. So, I don't like to waste any time because I've got some really amazing guests that are here with me on the phone. I wish they were actually here in studio, but uh, we've got a few really awesome guests here from the band Settle Your Scores. Everyone help me in welcoming Christian and Ricky. What's up, dudes? Yo. Hey, what's up, Angela? Uh, not too much, just enjoying the warm weather. I, I'm assuming you guys aren't too far away that it's probably pretty decent over uh, over in Cincinnati. Yeah, it's about like 55 right now. Uh, better than 20, which right? was like last week. This winter <laughs> is just like, doesn't even feel like a winter, right? Yeah, it's just like every other day. It's like it's changing from spring to winter. It doesn't make any sense. Midwest uh, weather, though. Yeah, seriously, I'm not going to complain about it. Um, but this whole global warming thing, I don't know. Maybe it is actually going on. Some people think it isn't, but uh, it's it's tough to say it isn't when, uh, when we're getting these temps. But... This isn't a science podcast, so I'm not going to go that route. Um, I want to dive into it, guys. Um, you just came off of a show, I think, the 1st of 2017. Uh, was it Friday the, the 10th, right? It was. That's correct. How'd it go, guys? Good. It was good. Yeah, it was good. We did an uh, album release for uh, Breakup Lines. It was their their debut album. We were direct support for them, and they, they killed it. It was amazing. Nice. So nice. good to get back on stage, too. So a, it was the first of 2017 yeah, then, huh? Yeah, uh, I think our last show before that was in November. So oh, Okay, it has been a little while. Maybe, yeah, maybe December. It's, it's been a minute. What have you guys been doing in, in, in the interim? Uh, in the interim, we've been pretty much recording demos. We have yeah. some new stuff on the way. We've oh, been, hell yeah. Uh, preparing for uh, some upcoming shows and the tour coming up. Yeah, it's been really busy. Oh, I believe it. And it's about to get a lot busier. Why don't we talk about that? That's my next talking point here for you guys. So the band is going to be heading out in March. I love the tour name for the Stay Positor uh, with yeah. with I Fight Fail. So um, that's going to be super exciting. We're going to talk a little bit about it. But uh, what, the first thing I really want to touch on is the tour seems to be aligned with the band playing a showcase at the South by Southwest Festival. Tell me uh, a little bit more about what you guys are going to be doing down there. Congrats on that. Uh, well, we're basically, the whole tour is, like you said, it's based on that showcase. So we're going to hit, we're going to go down south. We're going to hit the uh, the date we have scheduled. Um, it's at Dirty Dog Bar. It's going to be a showcase Nice. Um, during the fest. So uh, I've actually never been to South by Southwest, so I'm really excited to, to see what it's all about. Festivals yeah. are always a good time. Oh, it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be nasty. Uh, so many good artists are going down there. It's exciting that you guys got on a showcase. Um, and I think it's March the eighteenth, right? Yep. Yep. Awesome. Have you guys ever been down there just as fans? We have not. No, that's why I'm really excited. There's usually like there's some crazy stuff that goes on at that festival, like secret shows with super yeah. popular artists that yeah. appear out of nowhere. So I'm like really excited to. Yeah, it, out there. it's yeah. it's pretty it's a pretty cool time. Um, 
are you are you guys gonna have any time i know again you're you're kind of aligning this tour that we're going to talk a little bit more about um around the date at south by southwest are you gonna have any time to just be a fan and hang out down there at all or no i'm not sure um i'm pretty sure uh, we're gonna spend most of the time if we're not playing just networking and yep. getting to know people getting our name out there i mean it'll be fun but it's probably not going to be as fans you know what i mean like yeah Gonna still be, work it's gonna be worked <laughs> yeah are there any band and there the list is massive but i mean are, are there any bands that you know of that are playing down there that if you had the chance to see you totally would um not off the top of my head i actually like i took a glance at it and it was so long that I it's didn't overwhelming really, like yeah there's so many bands like and every genre too so it's like really hard to pinpoint like yeah you know what i mean yeah it, it but i know like there's been like some people that got their start there like yeah I don't know if you're into like hip hop or anything, but like Post Malone played South by Southwest. <laughs> no and, like, way. Blew up. Yeah. Post it, Malone is like the boy. <laughs> that's that's the, the place to yeah. that's the the place to gain some uh, some growth and some fans for sure. Now, yeah. What are you guys looking forward to most on this tour? Probably South by Southwest. If it was me, that would be the highlight. But beyond South by Southwest, what else are you guys looking forward to on the tour? Uh, me personally, we're actually closing the tour with a show in Columbus, which is my hometown. Oh, cool. Um, I plan on selling this show out. Like I'm going really hard getting like everyone I know to this show and it's going to be really fun to like have a homecoming type thing. We haven't played Columbus in about six, seven months. Yeah. It's like our second city. uh, Yeah. We love playing Columbus. The scene in Columbus is gnarly right now. Um, there's so much going on. I actually just had... Uh, a band from Columbus, uh, they're episode 29, you guys are episode 30, a, a band called Vespertine, if you haven't checked them out, um, they're pretty gnarly, and then uh, friends of the podcast are uh, the Warren Flints, you ever hear of them? The who? The Warren Flints? Uh, no, I don't think I have, but... Uh, they're a good band, uh, they're a good band out of Columbus, they were just on tour with uh, Catfish and the Bottlemen, uh, so... Definitely some to check out, but screw them for now because uh, we're all about settle your scores. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, guys, on Facebook, I saw there was a post um, talking about this tour. Again, it's going to be gnarly as hell. Um, you allude to there possibly being more dates added. Right now, I'm seeing about 10 uh, solidified. Are there more that uh, you can confer- confirm on or, or that you're hoping to be able to confirm? Yeah, we've. We've got a, a few more. Zach from I Fight Fail actually like busted ass and like filled pretty much every gap. Yeah, um, oh, wow. we're gonna release probably an updated flyer within the next like week or so. Awesome. Um, How many I more know dates? St. Louis was added. Okay. Uh, yeah, a few of them are changing. I think. Yeah, some of them are being moved, and like that Columbus date, that's not on the flyer, but yeah, oh, okay. that's gonna be on there instead of that house show in Cincinnati. So we'll we'll definitely have that released soon. Awesome. So everybody listening who's um, hoping for settle your scores to to end up in their neck of the woods, uh, keep those fingers and toes crossed because there's more to come and uh, maybe you'll be lucky. So very, very exciting. Now, um, off the air, Christian, you and I were talking. um, You haven't really played in Pittsburgh before. Are we going to see a Pittsburgh date? Uh, On this one, I'm not sure, but we definitely that's like one of the markets we want to hit. I'd be looking so, forward to yeah, seeing like, you. I could get a crowd out there. You let me know. Oh, we would love to come. Yeah, we're, we're, trying, out. we're trying to get sneak into Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's been, it's been long overdue. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Well, I'll keep my eyes uh, peeled for that to happen. Now, 
Is there any city you guys, and maybe you already answered this question uh, with Columbus, but maybe beyond Columbus, is there any city you guys really dig to play over others for any particular reason? I would say for for me, Chicago is like one of my favorite yeah, places. Yeah, Chicago has always been very kind to us. Yeah. The pop punk scene there is insane. Like is every it? band is super supportive. So many good bands. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of friends out there. Yeah. So Definitely. It's always, always cool. Awesome. Um, what about on- great shows. Uh, Indianapolis. Too. Yeah, Indy's also Indianapolis. real swell. Yeah, nice. <laughs> now, on, on the reverse of that, are there any cities you guys just hate? It's okay. I know you might not want to piss off any uh, of those cities, but, I mean, like, for example, you know, I, I hate I hate Cleveland, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we actually have a show uh, coming up this weekend. Playing Cleveland on Saturday. We're doing another support for uh, our boys in City of Sirens. Um, they're doing an album. Well, it's not really an album, really. It's just, like, their first the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, a, a full band, so we're stoked as hell. But we've never actually played Cleveland, but... Cle- Cleveland rocks. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm half-joking. My... I have a co-host who's been on hiatus with us for a little while, but he's from Cleveland, so that's just like a little dig on him. Plus, being from Pittsburgh, and I'm a sports guy too, you gotta kind of have that hatred for Cleveland, you know. But I, I respect him. I don't, I don't think there's any cities in particular that we've played that we've hated, but I hate Kansas. Just driving through it, <laughs> oh yeah, working. <laughs> It's so boring, and I'm pretty sure we no, have Kansas State on the tour. Nobody has uh, phone service. It's just yeah, it's a desolate wasteland. Yeah. It's actually kind of scary driving through there because you'll hit like a gas station, and there won't be anything for like a hundred yeah. miles. So yeah, like, that is pretty crazy, huh? Like eat, you're gonna die. There's tornado warnings every yeah. ten minutes. It's just. Yeah, it's you know, people everywhere are, are amazing. So yeah, I th- I think it's great uh, that we can find some things that we hate about states and it not be the people. So that's good. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's not the people at all. The people there are not. Yeah, yeah. Those few that we've met from Kansas have been off. Yeah, they were. Uh, but uh, the the only city we've spent any time in was uh, Kansas City, which is yeah on that on that border. So yeah. The rest of Kansas is just this. Yeah, it was just like a huge plane of nothing. Of nothing. I could only imagine. I've never really traveled uh, in a vehicle through the Midwest like that, but I could only imagine how monotonous it probably is. Um, Yeah. So speaking of, you know, touring and everything, do you guys have any funny or interesting tour stories or experiences that that you can share (laughs) with everybody? Uh, Yeah, we've got a few. Let's hear Um, hear one or two. I'm just going to, I'm going to say Bernie's. I was going to say Bernie's. Well, we can go to Bernie's, but I wanted to say, because I feel like you're going to throw me under the bus before. So what the, uh, there was this uh, time where we got some gas and our drummer put on the e-brake on our van. And so we, sw- we were swapping drivers. So it was my turn to drive. And so I started driving, like everything was fine. Like, cool, cool. We get to the, uh, the day we were playing in Colorado and like our van is just like super fucked. Like our brakes were shot because <laughs> was like halfway across the country yeah. with the fucking Shut on. the hell up. This was, yeah. uh, this is on our way to the, the first show yeah. of a two month tour. So great beginning, as huh? Up, <laughs> as we pulled up to the first show, our van was destroyed. Yeah. It was uh, not my greatest moment, but to my credit, it was like my second time driving the van like ever. I felt so cool because I was like, yeah, I'm driving this van. It's yeah. across the country. We show up to the date and like, we're like, why are our brakes so jacked up right now? Oh, <laughs> like, Jesus. So, so yeah, you guys had to, to go get them fixed? 
Yeah, it was like yeah. the first day. Jeez. That, that, that tour was great, but that first week was really rough because our van broke down every other day. Yeah, it, oh, was, no. it wasn't just that problem. There were other issues. So we, well. we were like, all right, this, this tour is doomed. Yeah. Then after that week, we didn't have any problems. So yeah. You got it, it got out really of the way. Like, yeah, yeah, it was just a rough start. Oh, God. Um, What's another one? You guys got another funny one or an interesting one? Um, the Bernie, I think Bernie's would be fun to tell. You want to tell that one, Ricky? You can tell. I don't. I don't know where to where to start with it. This is probably the weirdest show we've ever it was, played. Okay, so Bernie's was this venue in Columbus. It was like super like well known, but like it was like kind of a shithole. Like it was legendary. Yeah, but very shithole. The uh, the management there was like terrible. Like we basically ended up playing a show to like no people. Like, there was no promotion whatsoever. Yeah. The guy that owned the bar, like, was somehow the sound guy, and he was, like, asking <laughs> people to pay him, like, on top of, like, he he wanted us to pay him so that he could leave. Yeah, he was going <laughs> to... I was yeah. weird. And there was, uh, there was this lady outside. So we, we show up to the venue, and the owner guy tells us, he gets in our car and says, here, follow me. I'm going to park you somewhere. So, like, all right. So we parked in this, like, back alley. And this lady, she's like super drunk or on something. She was on like some crazy drugs, <laughs> like out of her mind. Thinks she needs to drive, and so she's yelling at us because I think it was not not so much us, but another band that was playing. They were their van was blocking her car, and yeah. Uh, but she was super drunk, so we we, yeah. we didn't want her driving right. in the first place, <laughs> right? And. Uh, so she was getting really worked up. She started threatening to yeah. Kill us she was like threatening to murder us. Whoa, yeah. man! It was like it was like some reality show stuff. Like this was like a breakdown. It was it was pretty <laughs> oh, intense. People I'm... were yelling. So that that was kind of putting everyone on edge. And yeah. The uh, the uh, the venue staff was you know heckling the the band because <laughs> yeah, they they were they were sabotaging the show and then when. The band said, "All right, let's let's not do the show." They started heckling the band. Yeah, they were like making fun of the band. <laughs> oh my god! Several several fights almost broke out. It, you said uh, this this club is no longer in existence, right? Oh, not at all. Fucking yeah, shocker, yeah. right? And we got we got like we figured like, well, this show is going to be terrible, so we like bought a case of beer and just got like pissed wasted before. <laughs> it. And it, it ended up being really fun. That was, uh, yeah, it was actually a great time. The show, it, the show got like canceled and uncanceled like several times, uh, and at the, at the last minute, the fans were kind of like, "All right, fuck it, let's do it." And yeah. <laughs> it was just, it was just a a goofy show, but it ended up being pretty fun. You yeah, never know what's going to happen on tour, huh? Yeah, it's ridiculous. So it, it, interesting well thank you for sharing that was uh it's always nice to laugh um at the expense of other people at some times in their experiences so <laughs> uh but it helps build the character of the band i'm sure so um very, oh definitely very fantastic a long way to the top yeah i hear you isn't it the truth so uh guys i want to transition a little bit uh to talking about some uh music that you guys have done uh, in the past, and, and we'll we'll chat a little bit about maybe some things coming down the pipeline. So, towards the beginning of 2016, the band released its debut full-length album, Into the Wilderness, which, by the way, for those listening, if you haven't checked it out, I'm sure you have, uh, you really need to. I am not just saying this because I have them 
on with me right now. The reason why they're on the podcast is because I really dig this album. So check it out. It's fantastic. Congrats on the album, guys. Um, How long had you been working on the full length? Uh, That was was a long time coming. Yeah, Ricky Ricky and our drummer, Caleb, they were in a band called Radio Rescue. Um, Yeah, so that was... Um, a couple of the songs off the wilderness were from that band. Uh, if Loose Lips Sing Ships and There's No Iron Family. Those were written in uh, probably 2012. Um, oh, my apologies. I said Into the Wilderness. My my apologies. The Wilderness. Let me uh, correct yeah. myself there. My apologies, guys. <laughs> no worries. You're cool, man. Um, so the writing of that album spanned several years. Um, and... I, I had most of the album written before this band was formed, which is kind of interesting because, you know, we we started a band and had almost a full length of songs ready to go. So uh, we could, we were able to kind of just hit the ground running. But um, finding members was tough, though. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was a struggle. Yeah. But uh, it, it all came together, and yeah, we. <clears throat> We the reason we wanted to do a full length was because we had a full length. Yeah, you know I mean, we didn't we didn't set out to write a full length. It's just by the time that we had a band, I, you know, there was twelve songs. That yeah, we, had. we didn't want to cut any of them. We we liked all of them. Yeah, that that's uh, that could be tough to make those kinds of decisions. And um, I, it's an interesting topic, the debate between like EPs, LPs, and and that's something I want to talk about here uh, in a few minutes. Um, you know, here I am talking up this album and then I'm even saying it the goddamn wrong way. So again, it's not into the wilderness. I, I should get the fuck out of here and go into the wilderness and, and figure out what the hell I'm doing. It's the wilderness and it seriously does rock. I've listened to it, everybody. I know it sounds like I probably didn't. Um, so how does the band approach the creative process with writing? Is is there like one person who really takes control? Is it a collaborative effort? How do you guys approach it? Um, for the most part, like I said, uh, that album was primarily, I, I wrote most of it before the band was even formed. Yeah, yeah. Ricky is like the uh, creative like, so, writer guy. Yeah, pretty, I pretty much just had it all ready to go. Um, we learned the songs, tweaked a few things, and went into the studio and laid it down. So there there wasn't a whole lot of collaboration there. Yeah. Um, our Some of our newer stuff has been a little bit more collaborative. Um We've been doing some covers. Yeah. Those have have been more of us sitting down and figuring out what we want to do. Um, But it it really varies depending on the song, you know. Are we going to hear a difference in, in like, sound because of that? Because maybe, you know, like, Ricky, you were saying, a lot of this album you wrote yourself even really before, you know, the conception of the band. So are we in – are we about to see maybe a little bit of an evolution? I think so. Um, I think so too. I think uh, with the wilderness, I had this goal of making a very cohesive album. Yeah. I wanted, wanted, I wanted every song to be different enough to stand out the way right. they all run together. But I wanted a specific sound. I wanted, you know, that's the wilderness. And with our new stuff, I think it's a lot more diverse, more variety. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, the songs are a little more all over the place. We got some some songs that are a lot heavier. Some songs that are popular, um, but it still sounds like us. I would say it, it's, it's definitely yeah. Got yeah. Right? Oh, I don't. I don't think it's a huge 
um, trans, like it, it still fits with our sound, right. but it's it, it, it's a little more variety, a little more originality. I think yeah. it's it's tough, you um, know, because now everyone says it. You guys know it too from just being musicians for for as long as you have been. Like that sophomore album is, you know. It's tricky because you wanna you yeah. wanna prove that you can continue to build off of the success that you had before. You wanna show some growth and development, but you don't wanna go fucking crazy. You know, you don't wanna like change yeah, right. what you've built. So um, it's gonna be interesting, uh, as it always is, just to kind of see what you guys come up with. And like you, you like you guys said, and we're gonna talk a little bit more about it. You, you've put out some covers, which I think allude to you know, the direction that the band's going to, and, and it isn't straying far from, it's just showing good growth. So that's pretty exciting. Um, now, Ricky, maybe this is more a question towards you. If, if you had more of the um, creative input uh, in the album, uh, the, the pop punk in the surrounding genres are, are pretty tight knit. Uh, it's a tight knit community. Were, were there some bands that maybe had a conscious or subconscious influence on the creation of this album? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, as far as influences go, uh, Newfound Glory, hell yeah, uh, like Sticks and Stones era is is huge. Yep. Um, that that and uh, Take This to Your Grave by Fall Out Boy. Oh I, yeah, the first yeah. time I heard this album, I I just got addicted to the real bouncy, catchy choruses. Yeah, I can I can uh, feel I that. Love this. Yeah, so I. Pretty much every song in the wilderness, I tried to incorporate some of that, you know, just so no matter what's going on in the verses, I wanted to come back to a real catchy, bouncy chorus that everyone could sing along to, jump along to. Yeah. Um, that that was probably the biggest influence on that. And then also, uh, of course, like Four Years Strong. Oh, hell yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Stuff like that. Uh, Me versus Hero, those, those heavier pop punk bands. I, I was listening to them a lot. I loved the... Major key breakdowns, yeah. the riffs, the chugs, all that stuff. You guys um, do a great blending of of bringing in different, you know, different genres, different influ influences. It's a it's really nice because really, what's great about your sound is like if you wanted to, you could like literally separate it into like two separate sounds. Um, you you bring those together very very nicely. So I think it can really reach to a larger audience because of that. Um, so I really dig that. Now, do you guys have a favorite track off the album? I'm always interested to see if there's if there's one that you guys just really really like, whether it's I to listen to have, or play. We each have our own. Um, Christian, I mean, I would say my favorite to perform would probably be. I really like performing "Friend or Foe." "Friend yeah. or Foe" is such a fun song and like in your face and like I don't know. I just I really like how bouncy like and jumpy that chorus is friend or foe is definitely my favorite to perform. yeah i would say as far as performing i would probably go with uh poster boys poster boys for bad luck yeah um that was one of the first songs that i had written for the album and uh it stands up is it's just a fast energetic pop punk song um people sing along to it it's just it's a lot of fun. We've been playing it for so long that mm -hmm. it's, you know, we we can we can play it no sweat. Like definitely, they just uh, really rock out and go to town with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so as far as performing, I'd probably go with that one or uh, also "Worst Intentions." Uh, obviously, pr song. probably our most popular song, and that's one. Yeah, 
the most most sing-alongable. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that um, I've even seen favorite. like some fans record videos of them like singing to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got some covers out there. Yeah, that's really cool. That's yeah, awesome. that's fantastic. Like how flattering, right? Right, it's awesome. Um, but I would say my favorite song on the album is probably "Life of Fate Worse Than Death." Yeah, um, good, good track. I just, uh, I think that's lyrically the strongest. Um, when I was writing it, it just sort of all fell together, which sometimes that happens, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awesome when it does, when everything just falls into place. Yeah, the um, lyrics in the whole album are actually very, very clever. Even like from the the track titles down to you know the the words and the songs, very clever. Thank you. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, we I put a lot of time into in, into you know making sure that I'm happy with every line because most of the time, the first time through, I write a song and there's at least one line I'm like that's that's stupid, and <laughs> I just delete it, scrap it, rewrite it, and yeah. It's frustrating. It takes a long time, but you know you don't want to record. You don't want to put all this time and money into recording an album and then be like, "That, that line was so dumb." Uh, so, I, I hear you. And yeah. once it's once it's out yeah. there, it's out there. You know, yeah. and you can't. You Got to write it right. Yeah, so, I, I hear you. Um, I think life is the best example of that. I think um, it's got a clear message. That uh, that song. I was working this dead end job full time for like a year while we were trying to find members and start the band so yeah. it, was just, it was a rough year uh we weren't making a lot of progress with the band and just you know working a job i couldn't stand and it ended up inspiring like that uh that sense of monotony yeah um the everyday routine and that that really helped me write my favorite song on the album you know uh, oh, yeah. it really captures what i was going through at that time what i was feeling and uh think it turned out awesome so that's definitely the, my favorite yeah there's no doubt man i've uh, i've been sharing the album with a lot of friends i was telling christian about it uh before we started uh recording here and uh just everybody really digs the sound digs the album so again congrats on the album the <laughs> wilderness not into the wilderness um <laughs> so, yeah now before we move on i just want to kind of see what you guys can tell me about some new material coming down the pipeline i get in respect, um, you know, trying to keep things uh, under wraps and 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 approaching it, um, you know, by announcing it uh, strategically. But what can you tell me and the listeners about? Maybe are we are we going to see an EP, an LP? Is there a date? Anything you can give us? Um, a little too early to tell on yeah. those fronts. Um, we're more in the uh, the creation stage right now. Okay. Where- we have we have we have a good chunk of stuff written. Um, we we could do a a longer EP, six seven songs. We could wait a little bit and do another full length. We're kind of hard to say. I mean, we're still in the stages of practicing the songs for live performance. Like mm-hmm. we're not even. I mean, we've got demos recorded to just you know, uh, I guess kind of get a feel for what they're gonna sound like. But right. We're still working on like the uh, like the fine tuning and like yeah. writing. Do you like think you we'll said, see the, it uh, in twenty seventeen? That's like a really, uh, I don't know, late 2017 is possible, but unlikely. Yeah. Um, we're, we're going to put out something, whether it be covers, a single. Yeah. We're going to have stuff out in 2017. Awesome. But 
as far as a substantial release, uh, it's unlikely. Yeah. Well, Just listen. The way things go, yeah. Like recording. Yeah. A lot of, lot of work. A lot of work we got to do, and a lot of uh, behind the scenes kind of stuff that we're working on. Yeah. Um, trying to line things up. So it's. And like you said, uh, the second full length or second album, second release, whatever yeah. is. It's, it's tricky. It's, it is. This one is. It's it's going to take some time to get it right, but we we want to find that balance between our sound and you know pushing our boundaries. Yeah, there's no reason to rush, um, and you guys do a good job of giving fans other things to digest in between. So, uh, mm-hmm. listen, motherfuckers, not you guys, but and I mean this in the nicest way to all the fans. Just be patient; it's gonna come. And uh, it's going to be freaking awesome. So uh, definitely excited, guys. I can't wait to see what's coming down the pipeline. Um, What I want to do right now, guys, is since we're talking about all the great music that you've created and and hopefully some more stuff coming down uh, the pipeline here soon, I want to play one of the more popular songs off of the album The Wilderness uh, for everybody. So, guys, if you're cool with it, we're going to play Worst Intentions. You had them. What do you think? Sounds good. Awesome. And, and I nailed it on the title, right? I can actually say your titles correctly, not the album itself. Did I get it right? Yeah. Oh, you got it, man. Hell yes. Look at that. Resilient <laughs> over here, this guy. Um, all right, everybody. So uh, without further ado, uh, please enjoy Worst Intentions. You had them by Settle Your Scores.
intentions And I let you get the best of all my friendships You cut toys with no So that was Worst Intentions. You had them by Settle Your Scores. Guys, anything about that particular track? I know we talked about a lot with the album. Anything you want to say about that track since we just finished listening to it? Uh, I mean, it's like Ricky said. It's, it's one of the more catchy songs on the album. It's definitely, I would say, the most recognizable song we have. Yeah. Um, it's definitely, I think it's pretty relatable in terms of the lyrics, too, at least for me. No doubt. Um, People having the worst intentions for you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think that song is the uh, best introduction to our band. Yeah. Yeah. If somebody, if I was showing someone our band, I almost always show them this one first because yeah. here, it immediately starts off with chorus, which is possibly yeah. the catchiest chorus we have. So I can't stop really humming it. Seriously, I've like not that I've I've been trying to get it out of my head. It's just because I can't stop. <laughs> like it is seriously catchy, um, and that's not easy to accomplish you know uh i don't for those who maybe don't play in bands or write music to come up with something that that damn catchy it almost has to happen organically um badass song guys really really enjoyed listening to it thanks for letting us uh, put it on the pod here for everybody else um so let's you guys referenced it a, a few times let's talk about it um you guys are a band that likes to put out a few covers, which I dig and appreciate. If you go all the way back, my favorite like era of music was the 60s. I'm a big Beatles fan, all that stuff. I mean, you've got the Beatles who they started, they got their start really by covering and paying homage to some of the artists that they really loved all the way through their careers. Um, so you guys have two music videos from what I could see showcasing covers of Closer by the Chainsmokers and Royals by Lord. So what led you guys to wanting to cover these two songs? Um, Royals was, that was recorded a while ago. Yeah. It actually took, well, it didn't, it, it got, it got put off for about seven or eight months before we actually released it. Um, that was, I remember, I remember we were recording the EP actually, the the three song EP that we put out first, we were recording that up in Columbus, and uh, we were just sitting at like a a diner, talking about stuff we wanted to do. We we started talking about covers, and Royals was a song that I really liked. Yeah, and I kind of threw that out there, and it was just sort of a yeah that'd be cool. Um, but then I started it was that uh the pre-chorus riff kind of kind of a genty riff that uh. That I wrote, and that was kind of what what made me want to do that cover because I thought this part's really cool, and it kind of works with the uh, vocals. They're, they're kind of they're kind of off, but in a cool way, um, like an offbeat, chanty rhythm with like the very straightforward vocals. I thought that was really cool, so I kind of built a cover around that. Yeah. Um, but uh, that that one was purely um, just a song that we thought would be cool and we wanted to do. Uh, closer was more of 
Okay, that's just jumping on the train. Let's let's try yeah. to find a, a hot track right yeah. now and makes sense. Um, yeah. So that was that was more of a uh, it, it was it was a song that we all liked, but basically we sat down and said let's find a popular song that we like and think we can do something cool with. Um, and so that one that one was recorded. Uh, and released very quickly. Yeah, probably within a few weeks. Yeah, that was like the goal was like let's drop yeah. a cover like right now. So it's an interesting contrast to have one song that was a year before yeah. its release and the other one was like that. Um, so we got those two, and then we we have two more recorded right now that we're we're sleeping kind on of work. Yeah, we we've, we've been putting them off, but we're we're kind of trying to get that release ready to go. Um, and can we're you gonna be can you announce more. what they are? Yeah, uh, we might yeah. as well Let's do it. Uh, just drop it. Yeah. So um, we're doing Fireflies by Al City. Oh, guys. Oh, I can't wait to hear that. Seriously, that I love Owl City. I don't care what anybody says. I love them. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a great song. It's like a banger. Like That's like a really nostalgic song. I that, cannot wait a, to hear that. Seriously. <laughs> that's a uh, that's one more like Royals where we just it was a song we liked and wanted to do it. Um, and the other cover is Send My Love by Adele. Oh, and that Jesus, one, yes. That one started as more of a let's find a, a a current song that is pretty popular. But it ended up being, that's probably my favorite cover that we've done. I think so, too. Um, it's, it's also probably the heaviest thing no we've way. recorded so far. Yeah, there's, so it's, there's a pretty brutal section yeah, for me and it, Pat, it, the guitarist stream pretty nice it's it's interesting um it's definitely different than stuff we've done before both of those covers are uh, um, you guys got to get this shit out because i'm like salivating over here yeah, yeah we're uh we're excited for it we um, just uh we haven't found time to film lately like we've got a lot of stuff yeah it's been, it's been tough trying to balance everything um you know with the new new originals and the covers yeah and the shows or all that stuff so now are you, with those tough. tracks are you going to be doing like the the videos for them too or are you just dropping the recordings we're probably we're going to do the videos um we're, we're trying to develop a pattern where we we would like to do it much more regularly obviously but it, it's been tough finding the time but we want to sort of do it consistent i basically we saw um bands like our last night great example just doing the putting out covers regularly and putting yeah. their classic spin on it and we thought that was really cool we wanted to kind of do that but with with our like pop punk sound so yeah. making songs um making our putting our spin on it and putting a video out who that was kind of our, our plan who does the videos for you guys is it someone internally in the band that those were done by ourselves yeah nice. um, our, uh, our bassist jeff records pretty much everything uh i guess demo wise and cover wise yeah so. po at post royals uh that was all self-produced yeah. so wow and the video for royals is also yeah we've been doing our own videos um DIY. trying to be we're, we're trying to be like self-sufficient basically um that's the way to do it be able to do as much as we can on our own and uh i think we we're we're getting better and better at it, which is cool because I mean you know we've got some we've got some work to do, um, getting our skills up there. But you know practice practice makes perfect. Yeah, I think it, it saves a lot of money too. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I yeah, really dig it. Positive. Thank you. I'm like really impressed with 
the approach and it, that that's one of the one of the endearing qualities of like the genre of like pop punk and the ones like kind of surrounding it is just like that do it yourself mentality and it just really it, I I think it helps the fans connect I, I think it helps the band create cohesion um and guys seriously like I am so stoked to hear these covers I'm so happy that you uh decided to to say what they were here I'm like really pumped up I could like stop recording this right now and just scream so um <laughs> I really dig it can't wait uh you'll have to keep me in the loop when those are coming we'll we'll get them on the pod and and help spread the word um Super stoked. Oh, that'd be awesome, man. Hell yeah. Um, so guys, I'm really excited about this uh, new segment that I'm introducing here for the first time uh, with Christian and Ricky from Settle Your Scores. I'm really excited. It's going to be called the Pop Punk Wars. Um, so here's here's the gist. Here's how it works. Pretty simple. So um, as everyone listening has probably figured out by now, we all really dig that genre and again, the surrounding genres of pop punk. So um, I'm going to name uh, many of these. I'm going to name a, 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 a decent list of bands, but I'm going to pair them together as similar as I possibly can. Um, and I just want both of you guys to to say who you like better. If it gets a little controversial, I, I, I dig it. Um, if not, then, you know, that's cool, too. But I think everyone's going to appreciate hearing uh, your opinion. You guys dig it? Yeah, let's do it, man. Hell yeah. All right, let's kick it off with, with a pretty – for us in the pop punk genre, I think that this is a battle that everyone – this is ruined relationships and friendships. Uh, do you guys go with Taking Back Sunday or Brand New? I go with Taking Back Sunday. Me too. Taking okay. Back Sunday. That is very divisive, yeah. I, uh, I'm going to join in with you guys just because I love it. Um, I'm going to say Taking Back Sunday as well. Uh, there we go. Sorry, yeah, Brandon. Yeah, we're going to piss off some people there. Yeah, Ser- seriously. And Taking Back Sunday uh, has got some badass music that they just released, um, their new album. So uh, I'm just kind of on them right now. Uh, and Adam Lazera is just like a really, really talented guy. Um, all right. So next is Less Than Jake or Real Big Fish? That's real tough. That's real tough for me. Those, those are probably my two favorite bands to see live. They're both oh, yeah. amazing live bands. Um, uh, I, that's how, I've been listening to Real Big Fish longer. Yeah, but I listen to Less and Jake more now. That's, that's, I don't know. I can't do it. You I got to. I was Real Big Fish because that's like the first ska band I ever heard and liked. So I'm gonna go with Real Big Fish. And I don't know about you, Ricky. What do you think? Can't. <laughs> you got to. <laughs> Perfect time. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with less than Jake. Um, I, this is an easy cop out for me just because I had uh Chris uh Demakes from Less Than Jake on the pod a couple episodes ago, so I'm oh, gonna no. go with less than Jake. Um, here's another I my one thing. Go for it. Less than Jake. I love how they're a ska band and a pop punk band. Yeah, they they really do a nice job. Um. Of, of of blending those two they they are just still killing it they just played in pittsburgh on the 10th they're on a healthy tour with pepper and you know they just had sound the alarm the ep release on the 3rd of february so those guys are still kicking ass since 1992 if you can believe it less than jake's been doing it so yeah. pretty badass um all right so next up on the pop punk wars newfound glory or the starting line Newfound Glory, yeah, I gotta go. Newfound Glory, I love the starting line, but 
New Sound uh, Glory is like the OG. Like they're and they they have, they have more good music. Yeah, Starting Line only has a few albums. New Sound Glory's got tons of albums. They're all awesome. they're like iconic in the genre. Yeah. yeah, they really are. And and look, one of the first albums I remember ever getting was a was a newfound glory album um but i am gonna go with the starting line on this i'm a huge kenny vasoli fan um and kenny has another um project that he does called vacationer if you guys have never heard of vacationer it is so sick um have you guys heard of it no i haven't does it sound similar to the starting line no it's I mean, it's his voice, so you get that. But um, I'm not even gonna. I'm gonna let you guys seriously check it out and and hit me up on social media and tell me what you think. Okay, vacationer. Dude, for sure. Awesome. All right, next up, this is gonna be a good one. Four years strong or the Wonder Years. Four years strong. Four years strong. Yeah, that's the easiest one. I'm uh, going. I'm going the Wonder <laughs> Years. I'm sorry. I'm like against you guys on this right now. Um, oh yeah. I really Please. dig the Wonder Years sound. <laughs> um, if they're very similar, Four Year Strong rocks too. Um, Fallout Boy or All Time Low? Fallout Boy, Ooh. old old Fallout Boy, hands down. Yeah, but I'm not a, not huge on the new stuff. Um, I, I agree. mean, but I say overall Fallout Boy just they take this to grave. It's one of my favorite albums. I don't so really they win. I don't really like their new stuff, but I, you got to respect it. I, I do respect. They're them. like still around. Yeah. Like they've evolved yeah. really interestingly. Um, right, they're not gonna do the same thing over and over and over again. You got to respect that, yeah. and and you're gonna have some hits, you're gonna have some failures when you do that. Um, but being as big as Fallout Boy is, I mean, what else can they do? You know, you gotta right tra- change it up. I I go a Fallout Boy. Is that what is that what both you guys went with then? Yeah. yeah. All, All right. Time Low is still around too, though, aren't they? Like, yeah. I think they just dropped now, like last yeah, year. Yeah, they've been releasing stuff. I do think both of those bands have, in my opinion, kind of peaked. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, I I love their older albums a lot more. Yeah. It's a good problem to have, you know. what I mean, um, yeah, to be in that situation. But yeah, they 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 both um both have really great material out there. Uh, next up is Blink One Eighty Two or Green Day. Link. I would have to say, well, in terms of like who influenced me more to like like music, I would say actually Green Day. Okay. Like I used to jam. Green Day was like the first band yeah. I got really I was really. I say like that was like my first like fanboy band. Like I was obsessed with Green Day, but <laughs> but I think I liked Blink more. Yeah, I, I listen to Blink all the time. I listen to Green Day occasionally. What What are your guys' thoughts on uh, Tom DeLonge not being in the band? Does that Does that change anything for you guys? I I really uh, love Tom. I miss him. Yeah. Um, as a person, I I don't like him. As a musician, I love him. He's a crazy son and, of a uh, bitch. I think I'm in the, the minority here, but I thought Neighborhoods was awesome. I, I agree. It a lot better than California. Everyone everyone hates Neighborhoods. I think it's I think it was awesome. I loved it. I it loved was it, when it, it was came very out. creative. But California, I think, is uh, more of a rehash of their older stuff. Neighborhoods yeah. was like a step forward. I I, I so totally I, I, agree. Um, I like Matt Skiba, but I, I do miss Tom. Yeah, I, and I do like um, Angels and Airways a lot, too. I think that that's a really uh, creative endeavor, yeah. um, so I dig that. I dig Tom. Uh, Revolution Radio from Green Day I thought was a badass album in 2016. Uh, I jammed that one a lot. I go back and forth with Green Day um, sometimes, um, but I really Revolution Radio got me hooked back onto them again, so uh, good listen there. Uh, we got a few more for you guys. Uh, Senses Fail or Finch? 
Um, I'm going to go census fail. Yeah, same here. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, fail. I've never really delved into Finch at all. I, yeah, I don't listen to too much. Yeah, Finch, Finch was kind of like – they were around, but they, they kind of like were a little under the radar for – for I mean they were good and big for a little bit there. I, I would have to say census fail, but I really do dig Finch that their um some of their stuff I thought was pretty damn good. Um, all right, I have, I have a few here I'm going to skip over uh, just because we're running a little bit uh, on time and I want to get some good ones. Um, the early November or something corporate. Something corporate. Yeah, cool. something corporate. I love something corporate. We were jamming them on. Love her. Love them. Hell yeah, something corporate. Absolutely, no question about it. And Andrew McMahon is one of my favorite artists right uh-huh. now. Um, did you guys hear his new album? It just released on the tenth. Uh, what is it? Zombies on Broadway. I've heard some of it, not the whole thing. Um, I haven't jammed it. I I like it. I like everything he does, but Leaving Through the Window is always going to be yeah. my favorite. Love that album. One of my favorite albums for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Um, all right, let's see here. I'm gonna do probably two more here with you guys. Um, let's go a little bit more of the punk side. No effects or rancid. Um, rancid. They're both good. Uh, rancid is, uh, in my opinion, like a little closer to pop punk. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. Like one of the forefathers. Yeah, yeah they really are. They they kicked it off. They got some sweet ass bass solos. So, that's- <laughs> <laughs> so rancid is that what we're going with? Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll join you on that one. Um, yellow card or some forty one? Some forty one. Yeah. No question there. I agree. Last one here. Um, My Chemical Romance or AFI? My Chem. My, my Chem. Really? Real? I'm really surprised I- by that. I'm AFI. Davey Havoc all the way. I, I don't know, man. Some, I just, like, could not get super into AFI. Like, I respect the hell out of them. Like, they're definitely, like, really good. But, like, in terms of, like, growing up, like, dude, my chem was, like, always on my playlist. You know what I mean? I'm one of the, those weirdos that likes uh, Danger Days. <laughs> I And My Chemical Romance definitely um, has really got some killer-ass songs out there. Uh, so that was a tough one. But mm-hmm. AFI especially, yeah, everyone says that they're older stuff. I dig what they're doing new. They just had that new album come out. Um, it's I can't remember it off the top of my head. Um, I haven't really listened to it, but uh, Davey Havoc I think is an interesting guy. So is Gerard Way uh, though too. So um, guys, that was the very first Pop Punk Wars. Thank you for doing it. Um, that was a lot of fun, right? was yeah thanks for uh, testing it out on us man hell cool. yes making us think yeah <laughs> um and everyone listening if if you agree with what uh christian and ricky and myself are saying or you want to share your own opinions uh why don't you uh send us a tweet you can send it to spinning thoughts uh by tweeting at spin thoughts pod and um guys i'm gonna i'm gonna see if i get this right i'm going off of memory if you want to get settle your scores it's at S-Y-S Pop Punk, right? Yeah, that's right. Twitter. Literally, I probably could say your guys' birthday and social security numbers, but I cannot get the goddamn album name right. Isn't that insane? <laughs> it's tricky. It's got two <laughs> words in it. It's really challenging yeah. shit here, guys. I'll tell you. Yeah. Um, so, gentlemen, um, we're at the time in the podcast where we're going to have to start to say goodbye. And it's it's a sad time, and maybe it'll inspire some new music because of how hard it's going to be. But is there anything that you'd like to add or say before we get going? 
Uh, just thanks for having us. Uh, yeah. Thanks to everyone for listening. Um, check us out on the tour, the Stay Posse tour with I Fight Fail. Um, check out some of our Ohio shows coming up. We're playing Dayton, Cleveland. Uh, we're going to be playing Columbus to close off that tour. Um, and definitely keep an eye out for those covers. Yeah. Those covers are on the way. We're, we're uh, working hard on Fireflies and Send My Love, so keep an eye out for those. Um, and yeah, just again, like, thanks, man. Like, we really appreciate you having us on here. Like, it was really fun. A lot of fun. Awesome. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. I definitely did, too. Uh, make sure you check out The Wilderness. It is seriously an album that I've been jamming a shit ton the last couple weeks, and that's probably why I messed up the goddamn title. Uh, <laughs> Christian and Ricky, thank you so much. Settle your scores. I really appreciate you being here, guys. Hey, thank, thank you, Angelo. Well. Appreciate it, man. Once again, I want to thank Christian and Ricky from Settle Your Scores for being here with me on the Spinning Thoughts podcast. Make sure you check these dudes out on the Stay Positor coming up here in March. And they'll be down at South by Southwest. So if you're down there, check them out too. And uh, The Wilderness, not Into the Wilderness, people. It's The Wilderness. It's been one of the better albums I've listened to here uh, recently. So take some time, check it out. And uh, hit these guys up on Twitter at SYSPopPunk. While you're doing all that, make sure you're following the Spinning Thoughts podcast at Spin Thoughts Pod. Follow us on Facebook, SoundCloud. You can subscribe to the podcast, and we encourage you to do so. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and more. Our website is spinningthoughtspodcast.wordpress.com. Signing off from the Spinning Thoughts podcast, this is Angelo. Everybody, keep on rocking, and peace out. Peace out.